You're listening to the Volleyball by Design podcast. This week, I got asked by a coach a question that I think a lot of coaches might have to face uh, in the course of their coaching career, and I was super excited to be able to dive into the answer with uh, to this particular question, and that was, what? how do you prepare for interviewing for a volleyball coaching position? Now, if you're a volleyball coach out there, who wants to interview for a potential director or head coaching position for a, you know a club team, a college team, or whatever the case is? How do you prepare for that interview? What do you what do you say? What are the types of things that you may want to include in when you're uh, presenting at a particular interview? These are things that we're going to talk about on today's episode. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Coach Brian Singh, and after a number of years coaching competitive volleyball and as the head coach of the biggest college in Canada, I've become obsessed with helping coaches improve their knowledge and skills of the game by teaching them how to coach efficiently and effectively to ultimately reach their volleyball goals. I created the Volleyball by Design podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies so you can get clarity and apply what you learn right away. This is the Volleyball by Design podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 79 of the Volleyball by Design podcast. How is everyone doing out there today? Hope you're doing well. Another week of volleyball, another, uh, well, we're now in the holidays, and I know high school is over for many parts of the world, and now we're getting into the club season. I know the NCAA is in live action right now with uh, with with good co- good competition, playoff runs and things like that, and I know the uh, the tournaments around the corner, and then we got men's volleyball in the U.S. starting up soon, um, if not preseasons already happening, and in Canada we got men's volleyball going off and women's volleyball going off. It's a great time. It's a great time to be a volleyball coach and player right now, and uh, along with that, if you are a new listener. Welcome to the pod. My name is Coach Brian Singh. I'm the host of the podcast. And if you are a regular listener, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. Uh, I, I really, really, I really appreciate it. I, I can't really say too much more than that. I appreciate you guys taking the time out. We are 79 episodes deep. And for our new listeners, you have 78 episodes to get caught up on. But uh, the, the plan and the hope is that I'm able to deliver some kind of value, some tangible uh, things that you could take back to your gym and apply right away, and that's why I do the podcast is to be able to help coaches all around the world and help grow this game. So today, what we're going to talk about is a question I got this week from a coach who was getting ready to go to an interview to get a head coaching position at a at a high school, and he asked, "What should I, uh, you know, what should I do? What should I be?" talking about how, how do I you know what are things to say in a volleyball interview now depending on the institution they may structure the interview differently normally you're gonna be at a point in in your interview they're gonna you know what they're gonna ask you what do you bring to the table like how would you run our program what would you do to our program and I I always tell my coaches have a presentation ready on hand if you can use it great if not at least you can speak to it. For me, you know, when I interviewed for my college job, I was told to prepare a presentation about how I would run the volleyball program at the college. 
Now, some schools may not ask you to do that, but it's nice to have it on an iPad or something where you can kind of just, hey, this is the program that I would run and what I would like to show it to you. And it could be a simple PowerPoint presentation outlining a little bit about who you are and what you're going to bring to the table. So this is how I would structure a presentation. So if you're asked to bring a present to, to do a presentation, which is very common nowadays, I'm going to give you some tools where it will, uh, some ideas that you could potentially add to your presentation. And if you're not, these are things that you may want to include regardless of, um, you know, whether they ask you to do a presentation or not. So in, in my presentation, I had about a 14 or 13 slide presentation when I did mine. And the first thing that I started out with was, who I am, and what do I bring? So this is where you can talk about your experience in terms of you know how long you've been coaching competitive volleyball for. Have you had success building volleyball programs? Don't get into the details yet. Just what have you built? Do you have any other skills that you can bring to the table? Have you trained any athletes that have gone on to playing competitive ball, whether it's college, whether it's pro, etc.? Talk about who you are as a coach. What it? Why do you love this game? What's your passion? You want to start off on such a high note. I don't. I don't. I don't recommend ending on a high note. I recommend starting off on a high note as well as ending on a high note. So you get to really bring your passion out. Why do you coach this game? What it? What is it about you that is different from other coaches? This is where you want to you know sell yourself a little bit and outline exactly who you are and what you bring to the table, okay? Then you get into how the program will work and, and you start. You can start off by saying, well, this is what I would bring to the table and how I would run the program here at whatever school you have. And the first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna start off by establishing culture. You wanna create an atmosphere where expectations, where the expectation of the athletes want to compete. The expectations is that we compete and that athletes want to compete. We want to establish cultural norms and dive into what are some of those cultural norms that you want to see in your gym that you expect athletes to follow through with and that if they don't, they do not fit the culture of your team. Therefore, these are the type of athletes that you won't be looking at. You know, things like, and these are some things that we have in our gym, you know, greeting teammates, we want to greet every player has to greet their teammate when they before they get changed. So when they come into the gym before they do anything, they got to dap all their teammates and coaching staff. They got to make sure that they before they leave the gym that they dap all their teammates and coaching staffs as well. Like little things like that. What are the little things that you as a coach do to establish your culture? You know, punctuality. What does that mean to you? Practice jerseys, pregame routines, whatever the case is. What does your cultural what is your cultural norms look like? Get into that. You know, talk about let's see, one of the things that I talked about was creating a brotherhood and a family environment for these athletes. I really and I really wholeheartedly believe that. And I explain in my interview that the culture, I'm I'm my goal as a coach is to create the most ultimate experience for our athletes where they can remember this when they graduate and say that this is one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. That's both on the court and off the court. We, when, when, I, when I plan my practices and my seasons, all I'm thinking about is how, well, one of, the, one of my guiding questions is how am I creating the best experience for our players? That's what I think about. 
One of the other things about our culture is we don't encourage, sorry, I'm sorry, we don't encourage. We encourage, we don't criticize. I even probably heard me say this a bunch of times on the podcast. We encourage, we don't criticize. And then, you know, what do I look for? What's the first thing I look for in an athlete? You know, character. I talk about character quite a bit when it comes to the culture. Now, these are things that I point out in my culture, but you may have a different vision of culture. And this is where you really talk about that in your interview. So the first point of emphasis after you've talked about who you are and what you bring to the table is this is what culture looks like to me. And this is what the expectations are on this team. Then you can start getting into how you would do tryouts. So what is, now let's, now let's get into the nitty gritty of your program. What does your program look like? Well, you say that we start off with tryouts. And what does a tryout look like? Well, that's where we set our expectations. We motivate and we encourage our athletes to become part of a program that will not only provide them with a life experience, but be part of a team and learn to compete. Again, I talk about the life experiences. I say, this is what we're looking for. I'm like, this day will also be used to market myself as a coach, as well as the program. We want to market the program. We want to market ourselves. This is a big opportunity for us to show our, uh, you know, our people who are trying out for our team who we are. And during the tryout, you want to make sure you demonstrate your passion and showcase the art of volleyball. And these are things that I, I mentioned in my interview. I'm like, this is what a tryout looks like. And I, and I laid it out for them. Not in like, you know, so specific detail, but just a general idea of what of what's going on. I also talked about training camp. I'm like part of my a big part of our program is training camp. And I explain a training camp is a is a weekend out of the city or longer if time permits and the budget allows where we train, we get to know each other and engage in team building. We get to visit sites as a team. All right? We get to do things and experience where we get to just us where we have a combination of classroom sessions and on-court sessions and off-court sessions and excursions and dinners and we really get the chance to know each other and grow in a weekend of just us and I talk about training camp and how it's important to our program I talk about strength training and vertical jump training now this is me personally like this is something that I bring to the table in terms of my vertical jump background but what else what else in your program do you do you bring you know what is it that you bring that you can add to your program outlining so we talk about the fact that mandatory strength training for all athletes that is 100% important I talk about the fact that athletes will be on a vertical jump training plan as well as a strength training plan now if you are a DVA member guess what you have access to my vertical jump training program so this is this can be definitely part of your programming. So DVA members, if you're interviewing for a job, you could absolutely say that I have our, um, our athletes are going to be on a vertical jump program that is proven to give our athletes results, which thousands of athletes have gone through and seen the, and, and jumped higher. Okay. Now, if you're not a DVA member, don't worry about it. You can add your own strength training to it, but that's something that you have to offer. All right. And you, may, you say this will be built into our program all year long. And off-season strength training will also happen as well as in-season strength training. So you, you lay it out that that's important. It's an important. Strength training is an important part of a volleyball program. All right. Then you can start getting into, you know, what does practice look like? Okay. Practice is where athletes have clear expectations. Okay. They have clear expectations about what's happening. What's the focus and what the mission of each practice is? What are your learning goals? What is your success criteria? What does that look like? explain that in your interview of what a practice looks like 
athletes, and again, this is one of the things that I talked about where I say athletes receive constant feedback and measurable feedback. You've heard me talk about measurable feedback before and how important measurable feedback it is. Well, let them know that as well if that's one of your pillars. I always talk about the fact that practice is fun and competitive. Okay, so athletes are having a great time coaching. It's a great positive environment. I talk about the fact that we also team build in practice because that's important. Yeah, yes, we are training. Yes, we are tactically approaching things and we're getting the reps in and the, and, and the training and all that, all that fun stuff and building our skills. But guess what? Team building is also an important aspect of practice that we have in our programming. I talk about the fact that assistant coaches will have their established responsibilities, and I get into what that looks like as well. And um, and I always talk about the fact that when we get feedback in practice, we, st- we still live by the mantra, we encourage, not criticize. So you want to go over a little bit about what your practice is going to look like and how you structure it so they can see that, oh, this is, a, this is a coach that has a vision. This is a coach that is very organized and is not, you know, winging. And how many... How many coaches are talking about their programming in this much detail in an interview? You want to be one of those coaches. We also talk about the fact that one-on-ones are a big part of our programming. You know, when do we do it? Well, we do it at the beginning of the season, the middle of the season, and at the end of the season. We talk about the fact that if situations arise, one-on-ones will be scheduled and we'll make sure that we are in constant communication with our players, and then we have great relationship with our players, okay? We also talk about the fact that during these one-on-ones, this is where we want to establish our team goals as well as individual goals, and we want to get to know the athlete on a personal level and get to know how can how can these athletes contribute as well as how can these athletes, like, what are the concerns they may have, okay? We want to build a positive relationship with each athlete, and it's important that we do that. Okay, coaches, I, I kid you not, the one-on-ones are super important and it's very it's, it's essential to bring it up in your interview as well. What else is part of our programming? Well, nutrition. Nutrition. Well, we, we teach nutrition in our program. We spend some time at the beginning of the season teaching and discussing nutrition, customizing nutrition plans for athletes if that's possible for you to do, understanding how, to, how, how nutrition will impact your performance. We talk about this, all right? We will address nutrition regularly as well with our athletes, both one-on-one and as a team in general. And then I, I always let them know either myself or a strength training coach will take on the responsibility of monitoring nutrition and positively reinforcing it. So nutrition is part of your programming, by the way. I don't know if you knew that, but nutrition is an important part of your programming. All right. We talk about film, scouting reports. That's a thing. That's part of your programming. Before, when you look at when you look at film, when do you do that? So before and or after games, there is mandatory film sessions. We as a team, that has to happen. And I talk about it in that in my interview. You know, I talk about the fact that athletes will have access to film. Now, if you're a high school coach or a club coach and you don't have access to software, where like you know you can upload film, you don't have the budget for that. Well, guess what? There's YouTube, and you can make the film, the video unlisted, so only your athletes can see it if they have a link. That's a very easy way to have athletes all be able to look at film, and YouTube is free. And I, and make sure you mention in the interview how important film is. Okay, you have to understand that athletes will learn and understand the game significantly more through film, and film also reinforces the game plan. 
All right, and you want to talk about what your scouting report is. Like, what does that look like? How do you guys scout? Now, I'm not talking about recruiting here. I'm talking about scouting your opponent to better prepare for matches. So you're going to talk a little bit about how do you prepare for matches as well. That's part of your programming is match preparation and game day. Also part of our programming is team outings, right? Yes, guess what? During the season, it's important to have team outings, whether that's player ran, like athlete driven or coaches organizing this. Now, depending on your level, right? At the, at the college level, our captains do a great job of doing player only meetings and player only dinners and actually they they actually invite the coaches quite a bit too. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie they do. And that's important. It's so important and for for getting that for building and establishing stronger relationships off the court, these team outings, okay? One thing we do too is, um, as a coach, now again, you don't have to do this, especially if you don't feel comfortable, but uh, I have the the team over at my house uh, a few times a year, right? The beginning of the season, um, during the holiday season, and we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll do one at the end of the season as well. Where three And sometimes uh, we may have film at, at my place, I did that a lot when I was a club coach. I had a lot of times we did film at my house just to, and we ordered some food, make it a thing, right? Order some food, do film, uh, and it's such a great, great experience for the guys to connect or the girls to connect and, and be that much closer, okay? Now, depending on the level, if you're applying to college, this may apply to you, but recruiting, okay? So yes, we as a college coach, I absolutely had uh, had to talk about recruiting so vital to this uh, it's vital to the success of the program you know make sure that you mention assistant coaches will be involved talk about what what is your recruiting strategy if you have one okay so you know one thing that I do as a coach is I, I attend a lot of practices that clubs have if they invite me out to a practice I will do my best to be there I will I sometimes I'll guest coach at clubs practices as well um, depending on you know my time and stuff like that so I absolutely talk about what what is it involved in the recruiting process and how do I approach that so it's something to think about as a as if you're applying for a college job okay that's more of a college thing um, I also talk about in terms of programming like you know, what do I, um, what am I going to, am I going to host tournaments, clinics, training sessions? Like that's also part of programming. And what does that look like? You know, uh, I want to really show the brand. Like if I'm applying to a high school, I want to really show the brand of the high school that it's a prestige institution. And you want to make sure that they're, that they're not their reputation, but they're seen as a place to come and play. It's seen as a place of, of, of a great environment where you're really bringing the best out of your athletes and they're, they're having such a great experience. You want to, that's part of, and part of that um, is by hosting tournaments and clinics and training sessions at the facility so people can see what a great place this is to play. Uh, now, if you're a coach, if you're applying for a college position, you're probably going to talk about, you know, hosting, uh, you know, recruiting tournaments or high school tournaments or club tournaments, you know, trying to, try to show different ways you can promote your school. Uh, and that's going to be through hosting things. Um, things you can talk about is uh, inviting people to come and guest coach. If you have access to high-level coaches, that's something else you want to talk about your programming where you say, we're going to invite guest coaches, specialists in different areas to come and talk to the team and share their experiences and get to answer questions. So another another way of showing that you're serious about this, this is important. You know, You want to make sure that you're doing everything in your power to give your team the, the greatest experience and the greatest programming. And then the last thing that I normally mention in, the, in an interview is we talk about the end of the season. So we've talked about the beginning of the season, the middle of the season. Now we're talking about the end of the season. And I always end off the interview, and I coach my coaches to end off their interviews with reflection. So let them know. 
the end of the season, you reflect. You have one-on-ones with the coaches and the staff. You self-reflect on the season. You talk about your improvements, your achievements, what was good, what was bad, what you want to improve upon and change for next season. And you begin to plan for the new season. And it's important that you do that. It's important that you let whoever's hiring you know that reflection is part of your coaching practice, that you don't know everything, that you seek help when needed, and that you're always a learning coach and you reflect on every season so you can get better and better every season. And that is a powerful, powerful thing. A lot of coaches think when they go into interviews, they want to show that they know it all and that that this is what it is. They know everything about the sport and they're the right person for the job. And that's great. But it's also important to show that you're willing to grow as a coach, you reflect as a coach, and you're willing to take feedback from other people. So when I do my one-on-ones at the end of the season with my players, I always ask them for feedback. What could we have done as a coaching staff to help you improve better? Or what could we have done as a coaching staff to make this experience better for you? Or what could we as a coaching staff done to make us perform at a higher level? And I get the honest feedback from the players, and it's great. It's great. I also ask my coaches, my assistant coaches, when I do my one-on-ones with them, what do you guys, you know, how did you guys feel about it? And I also want to help them grow as well. So I talk about that. And this is so important to have that reflection period. So let's just recap a little bit about what we talked about. Uh, We talked about the fact that the beginning of your presentation, you want to talk about who you are and what you bring to the table. Okay. Really important to let them, this is your opportunity to show your passion let them know who you are and why you're doing this. Why do you coach this game? You know, what do you bring to the table? What are the skills that you possess that will better this volleyball program? Then you want to dive into the culture. I have a, I, you talk about culture separately than anything else because culture is its own topic and it's really important that you, they they understand that you're hiring whoever's hiring you understands that culture is, is extremely important to you. And what does your culture look like? And when you are explaining what your culture look like, that is how they're going to know what, what culture means to you and how important it is. And then you, you transition to talking about tryouts, training camp, what your strength training program looks like, okay, what does a practice look like, your one-on-ones, nutrition, film, scouting reports, okay, team outings. Now, if you're applying for a college job, you're going to throw in recruiting as well in there. And it's in hosting as well, hosting if possible, tournaments, training camps, clinics, stuff like that. Really important. And then at the end of the season, you reflect. So you're almost telling a story. You're telling a story of what a what a volleyball season looks like for you from beginning to middle to end. And I guarantee you, when you do that, providing that it's a solid program that you're explaining, you're going to put yourself in a really good position to either get a second interview or get the job. Because what you're doing is you're outlining a lot of coaches, and, and I, I see it all the time because I, I help in the hiring process um, for many, many institutions, well, not, not, not colleges, but you know clubs, high schools, stuff like that. I, I oversee a lot of things. And I talk to a lot of people who hire coaches, and I've seen it firsthand. Coaches go in there, and they talk about themselves more than anything and not about the programming. They talk about, oh, I've accomplished this, I've accomplished that. And this is what I'm gonna. This is what I'm gonna accomplish with this team. And they they kind of they kind of shy away from what your programming is, though. Your programming will speak for itself. You don't have to justify who you are. Yes, you talk about that at your the beginning of your presentation. You talk about it, sure. But your whole interview is not about that. Your whole interview is about what do you 
bring to the table and how are you going to be doing the programming for the season? What is it? What does your programming look like? And as long as you have the right, and this is your, now I, I gave you my, my programming. I kind of explained what I would say in my interview and what I did actually say in my interview, but you got to figure out what is the, what does a programming look like to you and really detail it out. And that is going to put you in a great position to see and to be hired. And they're going to choose you for the right reasons too. Now, if you are a Digital Volleyball Academy member, I actually have this entire my entire PowerPoint that I did for my interview for my college job inside DVA. So you just go to the Coach's Blueprint and under resources, you'll be able to see the PowerPoint presentation that I presented and you can download it and modify it to how you feel. And if you are not a DVA member and you would like to be, you can head on over to digitalvolleyballacademy.com and sign up for the waitlist. Doors are currently closed, but we'll be opening them back up in the new year when I welcome a bunch of new coaches. And if you don't know what Digital Volleyball Academy is, it's my signature membership where I get to mentor coaches all around the world by bringing them into my gym virtually so you can see what we do behind the scenes in our film sessions, our practices, our games. You get the chance to see all the courses that I've, I've created, a ton of courses on all the positions and skills in our game. Not to mention the fact that you get to jump on a coaching call with me twice a month where we come together as a group and talk volleyball. I do live training and Q&A, and then you get access to an amazing volleyball community where you can post in that community and get questions and instant feedback. So it's a great, great place for volleyball coaches who want who want a place to go to talk volleyball as well as grow and improve their knowledge and skills of the game so they can help their team better and grow this game as well. And, and if you're looking for a mentor, that's exactly what it is. I, I get a chance to be your mentor and help guide you with your specific problem at any point in time. So that's Digital Volleyball Academy. So if that's something you're interested in, head on over to digitalvolleyballacademy.com and sign up for that waitlist. And I can't wait to see you on the inside. That's it from me. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Volleyball by Design podcast. I will see you guys next week. Take care. All right, cue the music. Look, are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training? And instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days. When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out CoachBTraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.